And then you see Bull running for it, but you know he's offside, so it's like, please don't touch it. Please don't touch it. And he doesn't do anything. He just, like, lets the ball keep rolling because he wasn't going to get to it either way. And then Cabecita, you know, like, in, in pure Cabecita fashion, he just slots it in and scores. And then, you know, the whole stadium erupts, and then you're just screaming and screaming and screaming. And then, you know, I had already lost my voice by then, so whatever was coming out, it was me trying to scream a goal out. Yeah. I looked at uh, I looked at the linesman because I was like, hold up, maybe they're gonna be dumb and go to VAR or something. So I had to like, you know, calm down because they want to celebrate something too early and then have it disallowed. But you know, you see the ref point to the spot and you're like, and he's like, it's a goal, we're good. And so you know, that's when the celebration starts because you know we're back in it, we're winning. What was it, sixtieth minute or fifty fifty third? I think it was 50th. I like 50th. So that happened, but it's like, oh, we still have 40 minutes left. Let's take it, let's take it, chill, and see what happens. I was stoked. I was happy. Hi, welcome to another episode of Cruz Azul Analysis. I am your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up? What's up? We're fucking champions. It fucking happened. <laughs> yes, sir. And we're also alongside Eli, also known as Lo Mejor de Cruz Azul. What's popping, guys? It's good to be back for my favorite, probably what's going to be my end, end up being my favorite episode because este año fue el bueno. And we are all super, super pumped and excited and jet lagged and tired, but it was all worth it because we ended up getting the dub, ended the season with the dub. We got the league, we ended the drought, not the curse because those aren't real. We finally did it, you guys. We finally did it. I don't know, man. It still hasn't hit me yet. I haven't assimilated it yet. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I'm happy and all that, but I feel like I, I haven't absorbed it completely it's a little surreal bro yeah it feels surreal like i can't even like describe like what i'm feeling just because it's like it's it's all the jet lag and shit bro yeah the lack we of switch sleep. time zones we switch time zones for real dude because with all the traveling because i had to drive the six hours to tj so my flight was at midnight and i had to fly three hours so it'd be 3 a.m. for me, but I'd get there at like 6. So I'd be like, I was already like super tired and I couldn't sleep. I, w- I wasn't able to sleep because, you know, it's already Sunday mm-hmm. or Saturday. So I was just doing, I just went out on the town and did my stuff. And then Saturday night was probably my only good like sleep that I got for like five, six hours. Then the game, and you already know, no one slept Sunday night at all whatsoever. If anything, just like an hour. And then we had to fly back the next morning, early in the morning. And then, you know, I still had to drive back home the other six hours. And I barely got home a couple hours ago. So I am tired. And I don't know how to feel because I don't know. <laughs> I've never been through this anymore. How do I, how do I, you guys, like the Dude, dumb memes. we are in the same fucking boat. How are we supposed boat. to celebrate? Like, how am, I, how am I supposed to celebrate this? If, if we would have been, like, watching it from home, we would have had our celebration, no doubt. No, we, what, what time did it end? At 8 p.m.? Do we had all night, the day off, you know, um, today which would have been today but dudes we went well i'm speaking for myself 
straight after the game, you know, as soon as everything was done with the celebrations, the trophies, had a walk back. I walked back to the hotel, which was two miles. The fucking taxi guy that I called said that there was too much traffic and I don't want to get a random taxi. I was like, all right. It was like a two mile walk. And then I just kept looking at the clock like, damn, dude, my flight leaves at 6 a.m. That means I have to be at least at the airport at 4 a.m. Um, it's already fucking midnight. You get me? Uh, and then like Eli said, I had this dumbass flight back to TJ. You can't sleep comfortably in the airplane. And then mind you, I was dehydrated from all the drinking. And I don't think then, any of us drank water over there. Yeah, dude. And then we freaking get to the airport and all. You know how, how airports are. By the time I cross the damn CBX, get to my car, run into this dude, this dumbass, pulling out of a parking lot. <laughs> nah, but which is by some weird astrological planets line way, I, I, I arrived at the parking lot right when Eli was pulling out. I was about to leave like, damn, I, I, I never got to meet Eli, bro. I was like, it never happened. That fool was too busy for us. But we get there and I had to drive what would normally be a four hour drive, but the fucking LA traffic, Memorial Day traffic killed me, bro. And I had like fucking all types of like bubble guts, dude, from all the beer that I had been drinking. <laughs> so mind you, I'm fucking stuck in traffic. So it's been, I haven't really like took the time to sit back and, and, you know, bathe in this glory. You get me like, I haven't had that time to let it sink in. I was there. I lived it and I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Don't get me the moment, the moment I lived it to its fullest. I haven't, I haven't took the time to, to, to heights, you know, to take the hindsight and a uh, revel in it. You get me? So you haven't assimilated the moment, huh? Like, no, the, dude, like you give me like, you haven't put on the, the championship coat on, you know, like, Oh dude, it's oh, dude, I, I, I haven't even watched like the actual, like resume of the game, dude. I haven't watched a, a resume at all. Like a play by play of the yeah, narration, like, like, you know, the, I haven't had, I haven't had time dude, today or obviously yesterday. So, you know, but just, just how should we get right into it? Jesse, you want to start with the lineups or what? Yeah, let, let, let's give out the lineup. All right. So as you guys know, we played Santos yesterday. It was a it was a tough game, you know. Uh, we went out with uh, Corona, Escobar, Aguilar, Cata, Rivero, Baca, Orbelin, Romo, uh, Paul Fernandez, Cabecita Rodriguez, and uh, a little special mention to uh, Piojo Alvarado. You know, we all know what what had happened with um, his baby with his baby yeah it's un so unfortunate you know miscarriage for so he had a he had an angel like looking out for him um as you guys know like normally we would talk about the Ida we know what happened I mean we all watched it you know we're just we won that game we're we, 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 we won that game 1-0 goal at Romo uh a lot of people would say it's lucky I'd say he he put in balls he he got fortunate and he scored that that goal, you know, that gave us that lead that put us in this position. And now pretty much I'm just going to leave it out to the boys that were out there. So you guys go ahead and t tell our listeners what happened. How, how do you guys feel like like when uh, Santos scored the first goal? We saw Diego Valdez score a, a banger. And before, 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 before we start, I, I don't know how you guys see it, but I think this championship is kind of kind of a ball of smoke because 
if it isn't because we have Cabecita Rodriguez, Corona didn't step up in the final again. I told my dad the exact same thing. I told my dad, you know, we got so lucky that they didn't shoot that Corona because that motherfucker, you know, Acevedo stopped at least two goals from happening and Corona wasn't on it. And, you know, it, they could have easily scored more if, if they would have shot at Corona. He just... He he was good at he was good throughout the season, but he was looking shaky in the final, dude. And then you see that that I watched it from across the other side of the stadium where Corona was at in the second half, where he let the ball go and it looked like it was almost gonna go in. He just watched it go over him. You know flashbacks to that uh that that match against Tigres. Yeah, year. dude. I was like, are you kidding me? But fuck. Um. Well, dude. What what? When you're there, you you're just hyped and you don't really criticize. Well, at least me, I'm speaking for myself. I don't really criticize the lineup. You give me like every player that they named. I was like, hell yeah, let's go, let's go. You give me as to normally I would be like, nah, why the fuck they put it in this? Book? But when you're there, it's like you know, it's a different atmosphere, you know. And let me just start off by saying, Pablo um, Aguilar was a fucking beast, dude yesterday dude he fucking super key in this shit dude I, I think everyone was in the defense Baca was fucking up Baca was, was Baca dude okay if it was any other game I would have been like don't have him start but you know like you said it's the final at that point it's like whatever uh, as soon as they they announced him in the lineup I was like yeah, yeah let's go you know the whole crowd was cheering him on yeah. and all of a sudden and you know, at that point, it's like, whatever, we're here already. We might as well go for it. What can we do? This has to be blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Baca won the league. Baca won the novena. Look at that. Starting the whole game. But for real, though, he, he gave away so many bad passes. I think, I think Rivero was kind of off, too, yesterday. To be nah, honest. nah. He, that dude was perfect. At least from, my, so? from my side, dude, that dude was on it. Um, slide tackling in, stealing the ball back. I don't know, dude. Maybe... I don't know. That's just my opinion. I thought he did a pretty good game. Yeah, honestly, as I, as a as an anti Rivero, well, I'm not anti, but I just don't like him. But he 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 played a really good game too. But I'm with Ivan when he said about Baca. I mean, honestly, bro, he's a champion. Uh, and then, he's a champion. Yeah. I can't say anything else. We yeah, can't, can't say, say anything. Sh- we can't say anything about anyone now. Their their league. They won the ninth. They broke the curse. No, I, Gata I, I broke think... it. Gata broke it. Freaking Baca broke it. Corona Kata broke it. They're a, all champions now. Kata had anything. a great, a great Ligia, dude. I think Kata yeah. did really good in, in this Ligia, dude. Like more, he did, a, he did a lot more than he normally does. You get me? Um, For sure. Do you guys and, think that? Do you guys think that Reynoso like kind of like threw his mystic at him? Like, that maybe, maybe if he probably like encouraged him and told him, hey, you need to instead of always going back, because Kata would just go turn around and give the ball to Corona. That was his. his his signature move, dude. Now he just kept inching forward. Every time he had the ball, he inched forward, inch forward. He tried to make, he tried to go forward. You know, he changed his style. Um, maybe, maybe Reynoso told him, you know, like, hey, I don't want you playing back. Uh, you know, go forward. Maybe. Who knows? Um, I think Reynoso really knows, you know, how to manage players, how to manage his team, because. You know, you know what other coach do you remember having Workata would pull in these really great matches like that, like, like one after the other, especially in the Gia, because Gata, all the Gia, you know, you could say he's been solid, 
And yeah. you know, <laughs> has that happened with any, with any other coach before? I don't I don't remember if any really, but that was all. That's all I know. So he, so after the game, they were interviewing Aldrete, and he said after the jornada dos when we, they lost the second game in a row, he brought it up. Uh, Reynoso brought everyone in and he said things have to be different you know things have to change uh, you know the things we would say we would say back then on the podcast were like things have to change like drastically a lot like like this is all the money we have we can't bring in stars you're all we got and you guys have to be enough and you know, Aldrete said it, and for him to remember it, like, months later, you know, he knew it stuck with him, and he knew it stuck with all these other players, because like we said back then, things had to change, had to have changed a lot for us to even qualify to Ligia, and then here we are, months later, celebrating the Novena, so, all props to Reynoso, that dude is El Midas, right? That's what they call him. He, you know, he would tell the press, Curses aren't real, you know, creo en eso. and you know, just do do the job, do the job he's being paid to do, and he did it, and you know, he got things done, and happened to be the what is it, our fourth coach to win, be champions with Brazil, and our first that that was a player and a coach to win it. That's... I think, I mean, obviously, that fucking, I love the guy now, and I, I mean, he fucking. I didn't want him at all when they announced him and I fucking love him now, you know, but I still think that what happened in the first half, dude, what was, what was the point of, of playing like that? You know, I, Santos like was well, on he, us the whole time. It looked like he wanted to repeat what happened in the first leg where mm-hmm. we held them back like long enough where they, they got, tired. got tired and mm-hmm. they got desperate. And that's what allowed us that really really important goal in the first leg because we started pushing back because santos wasn't pushing anymore because they were you know we held them back long enough where they gave in and they left themselves exposed in the back and that's where we came in to score he wanted to repeat that but you know of all times for it to happen they finally managed to break our lines and score where we'd been getting lucky before you and- know what i what i was talking with my dad about i think that you know i was pissed when that happened dude obviously the whole st- Everybody, dude, everybody. There was even, like, this dude by the bathroom, like, on the phone crying to, like, his wife or something. Like, otra vez, otra vez estos güeyes, otra vez está pasando. Like, for real, bro. Like, people were scared. I was, like, pissed. I was like, dude, like, it's going to happen again. This, You know, the same old Maybe shit. I you but, could feel that in the whole stadium. Like, after it, they scored, the things got quiet. It ruined the halftime show. It, that's hap- why, like... Okay, that thing was going to be bad either way. I, I know, but it was worse was because bad. everyone was just mad like, and sad they that... They didn't care. We were losing. Like, the look, dude was like, was like, oh, I see the sticker, and you wouldn't hear anyone scream or anything. Yeah, I think even Record posted about it, how dead the, the crowd was. You get me? Like, oh, yeah. pe- people were fucking tense. People were scared, dude. And I don't know It was why, tense, you, but... It, Look, but I was like I was saying, I think that that was actually, you know, I think that was the perfect thing to happen because I think that if Santos hadn't scored in the first half and we would have gone zero zero, I think we would have came out second half the same, the same, the same. No le hubiera movido Reynoso, and mm-hmm. Santos would have scored the first goal like around minute seventy. Then we would have been fucked. You get me? It would have so been think- too. It would have been too late to make big changes. 
exactly it so been, it would have been too drastic at that and they know so perfect dude he did it per- like i was like dude this is obviously not working he has to start like as soon as the second half starts this has to change like we can't go in like we, we ended and yup sure enough dude with santi dude i was right there like fucking santi right fucking santi fucking blew two chances bro uh mm-hmm. Bro, what do you guys but, think about that first one though? The the first one where he takes off the goalkeeper, like he should have shot. He should have finished. He should have right? shot it. Like he shouldn't have done the fake on the goalie. He should have just shot it first time. If you're gonna be a strike, you're gonna have to have that. You know, pull a rabbit out of the final, hat. You don't boy. have to take the goalie. You can just shoot first time because the goalie no, would expect you to do the thing that. No, I I I think that when he took him out, that was a good thing. But him like. Going and going in for the cross instead of the shot. That's where he fucked up. It's he could have ran it right footed, bro. If if he could, if he was ambidextrous, he could have. He had the angle to shoot it with his right. But since he's left, he, he ran out of angle, bro. That's why he, he could have ran it. more into the towards the box. If anything, then wait for the pass instead of trying to like cross it as soon as he got to it. But it was definitely you know, it is what it is. Santi knows. Santi knows. He he was at the interview after he said that he was. Like feeling down because he wasn't doing his job, you know, he wasn't scoring, and he mentioned it when he finally scored against uh, Toluca, where all of a sudden he had like confidence in himself again. So he knows he he knew he was lacking what we needed, but it's a shame that in the final, you know, he could have scored one, he could have scored two in the final, really, honestly, if both chances occurred. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely changed the team though. With him. I'm not saying he changed it, but putting him on the field changed the way the team was playing. And definitely, dude, I, like as soon as, as soon as that shit started, the second half, we, you could feel that the, that that we were gonna score. You get me? You could feel mm-hmm. it. And the then the crowd, the crowd started getting more and more into it, little by little, yeah, as dude. we saw, as we started creating chances. We're like, we could do this. We can do this. And I'm gonna mention this about Santi. He came in clutch at the very end because he's the one that made the foul on the Santos player. But he didn't just give away the foul. He let himself get pushed by that player. And he he fell back and that made the whole fight happen. So that killed time for Santos. That no, dude, time. the bitch-ass ref still gave him that last play. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. Even still, they could have taken that like a lot sooner. Maybe had even like two 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 set pieces instead of just the one, and you know all it takes is just one for a goal. So either that way, he wasted time. Bitch, dude. Yeah, that was really horrible. Annoying. Like let's just stand right here for like a couple minutes and you know kill time. It sucks too because they gave five whole minutes of added time, and then in the stadium it doesn't tell you like how much time has passed. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I think it's been five minutes yet, yeah, and then they just keep no, going. I had my timer, going. dude. I started my timer. I should have done that, but whatever. Um, so overall for me, it's weird because when I watch the games on TV, I'm going to be like tense and nervous and, you know, even shaking. But at the Azteca, I didn't, I was like, you know what? We're here. It's whatever. And I had nothing but faith. And I was confident. And luckily enough, you know, we pulled it out in the end. No, so, yeah, it's I weird agree. because everyone else is probably like super like nervous and scared and ready to cry, but I was for once in a long, long time I was confident and I had you know faith that the team was gonna pull through. Because everything else I was like, oh, I gotta have faith. I'm gonna get tickets. I gotta have faith. 
you know, I'll get a flight, I gotta have faith, I'll get to my flight or, you know, land and get to the stadium. And, you know, everything went well, everything went perfectly. And, you know, might as well keep it going. We're gonna get this dub. And that's what happened. No, I agree. Like, if I would have been watching this from home, those five that, that those five minutes would have been hell, dude. I, I, I don't know. It's a different vibe in the stadium, you get me? Because people because people are there you know people are there's a lot of people that are encouraging you get me and you're not just there by yourself or with your family like fuck this fuck you know this shit and people are there like saying like encouraging shit like you know so definitely felt a little confident still i was fucking super stressed and scared that after all that bullshit happened and the rest still 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 gave them my last hail mary you get me that shit pissed me off. I was like, dude, see, caigo aquí, dude. I will fucking run down in there and I'll beat the refs ass, dude. I, I would have, dude, that was so fucked up. Ya se habían pasado los five minutes easily, bro. You didn't have to do that. They're the ones that started the bullshit. You know, why would he, fuck, man. But thank God, you know, it worked out, man. So how was the goal? <laughs> like, to, to tell our listeners the, the, the noise, the, like what happened you know like how, how did it feel so as soon as we saw that we had the counter every you know i got off my seat everyone the whole stadium stood up you know watching i we saw rivero head, head the ball forward and we see otun and we see otun kind of get caught between the defender so it's like oh is he gonna be able to take the get the pass out and he he managed to take he to get the pass out and then you see Paul running for it, but you know he's offside, so it's like, please don't touch it, please don't touch it. And he doesn't do anything, he just like lets the ball keep rolling because he wasn't going to get to it either way. And then Cabecita, you know, like in, in pure Cabecita fashion, he just slots it in and scores. And then, you know, the whole stadium erupts and then you're just screaming and screaming and screaming. And then, you know, I had already lost my voice by then, so whatever was coming out, it was me trying to scream a goal out. And I looked at uh, I looked at the linesman because I was like, hold up, maybe they're gonna be dumb and go to VAR or something. So I had to like, you know, calm down because they want to celebrate something too early and then have it disallowed. But you know, you see the ref point to the spot and you're like, and he's like, it's a goal, we're good. And so you know, that's when the celebration starts because you know we're back in it, we're winning. What was it, sixtieth minute or fifty fifty third? I think it was like 50th. I like 50th. So that happened, but it's like, oh, we still have 40 minutes left. Let's take it, let's take it chill and see what happens. But I was stoked. I was happy. But at that point, you're like, pita le arbitro. And, you know, that next 40 minutes was going to be already pure, pure nerves. At least for me, it was. How about you, Ivan? Oh, dude, there was no other way for this final to, to happen or to end, bro. It, it it had every element of a of every Kurasul final, bro. But it just it just didn't end like it normally would for Kurasul. And I thought that's it's so poetic. Um, when the whole when the goal happened, like you know, people were already hyped. It wasn't like they were super tense, like right after the Santos goal, because we had already started the second half showing signs of life. We had already started the second half, you know dominating and, and and getting close to scoring so people were already we had that momentum we were already like like pushing pushing like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and sure enough you know i think that 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 play that ended in jonathan's goal 
was a similar play to what happened with Santi on that first chance he had. You get me? So they got that. They got. They got that play worked out. The uh, you know peinandola, it goes somewhere in the middle. La peina for the for the delantero. And so when that happened, I, I I didn't see that any of them were 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 offsides. Like you know, you said you caught that ball was offsides. I, I honestly wasn't paying attention, but I did when when the when the play was developing. I looked at the linesman. And they didn't have their flag up, so I was like, okay, okay, go, go, go. Like, either of you, I don't give a fuck. One of you make it, you get me? And then he fucking finishes it. At first, I wasn't too sure who it was. I was just like, you know, like, I, I was just like, okay, it's it's one of our strikers. Somebody's there. And once he scored and started running towards us, that's when I was like, holy fuck, it's Cabecita. And then he fucking slid, dude. You know, it was like right there, like right right in front of me, obviously down or a little more down. But I was like, fuck, dude, like this guy is like our fucking messiah, man. Like it, ha- it couldn't have been anybody else, bro. It had to be him. It had to be the guy, you know, who was our our, our most valuable player, campeón de goleo, you know, the dude that harbors, I guess, the most individual skill. The guy who's supposed to step up when when big names are needed. And I think for that, he's obviously, he's a legend, dude. Like, no matter what, he's going to be immortal in Cruz Azul. You know, we're going to be talking about Cabecita until the next championship, you get me? Like, he's he's gonna be like Edmosillo, bro. And um, and yeah, the 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 stadium erupted. You know, we're fucking hyped. Everyone was in their zone. Everyone everyone was celebrating. Like, just give everybody like six feet of room because everybody was like jumping up and down. And you know, I fucking was shaking hands with everybody around me. We were like, fuck yeah. And then it seemed like. We could possibly go for more. And I was hoping, dude, I was hoping to God that we would just score the second goal already so they could be like over. But no, it's Cruz Azul and you know, you have to suffer and fuck, dude. And then even when Acevedo went up to for that for that corner kick, bro, I was like, this motherfucker, he, the ball went right to him. Luckily mm-hmm. Corona got it, but um it was it was stressful just you know, but it, it it's hard being a Cruz Azul fan and living through what you live to to be a hundred percent sure that you know there's not gonna be a fuck up. And and I was I was pretty damn confident, you know, because Santos didn't look like they had many chances. But like those Hail Marys, those when you had I forgot one of their wingers um was was on Nacho Rivero's side and Dude, he'd get like three, four guys on him and none of them could take the ball from him and he'd end up executing the cross. And that shit was making me mad. Like, dude, like, why are you letting these people cross the ball? Like, it's three of you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? And man, I just couldn't believe it. Even after that last Hail Mary and then it went to the side, to the, to the banda. Like, you know, I think our player tried to like hit it off of the Santos players. So it could be a... Uh, a saque de mano and then um, it didn't it didn't work it le quedó al player de Santos and I was like in my head I was like this fucking idiot and then boom it was just euphoria dude I still can't explain that feeling when they finally blew the whistle and you're just like okay uh, maybe, maybe everyone is everyone's different obviously but uh-huh. it's weird for me because I was just like standing there i'm like this this is actually happening you know like you don't believe it it takes you a good while to like start to realize what you're 
viewing. And, you know, because it's a lot different from watching it on TV. On TV, you're, you know, you're a lot more, at least I am, I, a lot more tense looking at the time every five seconds. Like, oh, it's time, this time is going slow. And the, the you have the commentator yelling at you, like, you know, mm -hmm. hyping everything up like crazy. Because compared to the Azteca, everyone there is trying to have a good time and watching the game. And you're not really watch, watching the clock as much. Because I felt like time went a lot faster at the Azteca than on TV, when I watched it on TV. At least for me, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like I would have lived that game a lot more intensely at home on TV. Oh, I definitely. A lot more yeah. nervous. Because, you know, you've seen so many big games on TV and you're just like standing there, on the, sitting there on the couch, like super tense and nervous. But at the, you're at the Azteca, you're jumping up and down and chanting and everything and having a good time. And time's going by fast. And when you already have the, you, when you already have like faith that you're going to pull through, you're pretty much chilling the whole time. Because I was, you know, I was, I was chilling for quite a bit, except for, you know, they'd have the mistakes where they give the ball away. So I'd get mad and upset or at the referee. But overall, I feel like the second half Santos had nothing that would hurt us. Uh, no, the, I get... over overall they only had one shot on target. That whole second leg. Pretty sure it was the goal. So overall, we we our defense was we we handled it. Aside from the goal, obviously, but we had we handled it. I had like full confidence. I've always I was always the negative one. I think you stuck it to me, Ivan. <laughs> I was always like really negative, like oh we're gonna choke in the last minute, you know, Corona's gonna give them a goal or something. Oh my god! None of that. I, I think I think that's like a beautiful character development moment for me, because I was always the uh, oh we're gonna taunt us right now, but I'm like I was chilling, you know. It all led up mm -hmm. to that. We're in the finals, the biggest game of the year of our you know of our history, really. And I was chilling, you know, all the stuff from before, all whatever happened, whatever cursed people believe in. All that led up to that day. And, you know, you're molded by it. You're, you thrive off of it after being, going through it so much. You get used to it. So now I, all I could do at that point was, you know, have faith. And, you know, and we ended up securing the thing we wanted the most overall. And overall, I had a good time. And I'm 100% like, happy that i you know got to experience that because a lot of people didn't especially with a quarter capacity stadium and overall with my dad like that's already a dream right there and uh -huh. for it to just go completely perfectly it's you know the title is just the cherry on top it's just beautiful it's it's gonna stick with you until the end and you know you'll never <laughs> forget it you know you know what i was like just me being me dude if we I would have been so pissed if we would have lost, bro. Just a lot, a big reason, dude, is because all the shit talking I was going to get from all of my friends that aren't Cruz Azul guys, that know me, that know I went out there, that know, you know, they know everything I did to be there. And they were going to be like, ah, no much fuiste a verlos perder. And it would have, I, I was already going to be depressed as fuck if we lost. Now to come back, and, and do this whole, you know, drive-in, traffic, everything. And, and with no title, it would have been horrible, dude. Um, I'm so glad that it didn't, you know, I think I think God's timing is great. Um, the one final that I have the chance to go to 
because of everything, how everything lined up, is the one that we won. You get me? The one that we broke the drought with. So I think, I, you know, I, I don't mind that we waited so long. I wouldn't trade that. You get me? Um, I think we're gonna have a lot more titles. I think, I think the team. You know, we kind of shook that. Oh, we can never win a league title. You know, or ah, que la maldición del super leader, or blah blah blah. Like I think from now on, dude. Every time we're in a final, it's gonna be full confidence. You get me? It's we're not gonna be like, oh no, we're gonna. It's like now, if we're in a final and we start losing the final, I think people aren't gonna be as scared. They're gonna be like, let's fucking go, like let's win this shit because that's what you know. Because we we've done it, we've done it before. We know we've won a title. There's no curse. There's no nothing. Like yeah, you're losing. Boohoo! Go fucking turn it around. I think that's gonna be the vibe now. I think you're gonna see a fan base that's super more plugged in to the team now, dude. I think in this whole time with the airports, with the city, I must have seen easily in these last couple of days a hundred thousand Cruz Azul fans, dude. Easily, bro. I, you couldn't even begin to count the amount of Cruz Azul jerseys you saw in that city. Yeah, bro. You saw and them. The you saw them. You no, yeah, you saw them on your flight. You saw them on your plane with you. You saw them at the airport when you landed. You saw them, you know, at your where you were staying at in the area, in the neighborhood. You'd see them everywhere. Like I went, I was like an hour away from you know where all the stuff was happening, from like the stadium, hotel, mm-hmm. and all that. I was at like a random like swap meet place, and all you saw was people with Cruz Azul jerseys. Like it was, it was beautiful. Like Every out of five people, like one would have a Cruz Azul jersey, and it's just he and you can't just help you can't help but just like not say hi to them like hey like oh, what's up Mr. Insulino you know yeah we're exactly. all excited we're all pumped it's a party we're all just so how would you call it we're all just connected we're all we you'd never you've never seen that before where yeah, every yeah. single person is like united you know negative or not like everyone. I had that belief that it was gonna be it, and in the end, it ended up being it. And even on the plane, on the plane ride home, and the air, on the at the airport, they, you saw even more jerseys. And yeah, con Madrasan, every we were champions, everyone was gonna like show something off. And, like even and, in, at, at, on my plane, I'm pretty sure like half of them had wrestling jerseys on. And it was beautiful. Yeah, dude, and even in the city, the city was so alive. Like the streets, I. I want to retire in Mexico City, dude. When I when I, I would love to fucking go out every weekend and see the, every other weekend and see that shit. Like, that's the dream to me. Like, those people deserved it, dude. Those people deserve it more than anybody, dude. A lot of those people, a lot of those Mexican people out there, don't even have money, bro, and they somehow made it to the game, dude. Um, a lot. And you know what's what fucking sucks, dude, is a lot of people got fake tickets, dude. A lot of people, when we were there, dude, we saw like 20% of people getting rejected at the doors, dude. Like I was talking, I actually met up with uh, the homie uh, Base Tacos. Uh-huh. He was telling me that when he was in, uh, in line, that there's like five people in front of him and all five of them got rejected. So he was like worried that he that his might be fake or something. But mm-hmm. he ended up getting in and, you know, ended up meeting up and it was cool. Where um, did he get his from? Uh, I don't remember actually. 
I think oh, okay. he said it was Treventa, but I'm not 100% sure. But I don't know who else got uh, fake tickets, though. Oh, Santos is a uh, porra. Oh, yeah. I, I think, saw they got think, rejected as fuck. I think it was like, what, 30, 40 people, I think? They were uh, pissed. They all, they all got fake tickets and they didn't let them in. That was absolutely beautiful. Because you but think I, that's something that's that you did. Sad, bro. Because of the well, money, dude. Money. Yeah, it's fucked up. Like scamming people. Yeah, dude. I mean, I it, don't know. Here, normally that's something <laughs> that would happen to like us, like to Kurasun fans. Yeah. But seeing it happen to someone else, it's like, oh well. That's funny. Yeah, dude. Oh well. I'm, I, I don't know what I would have done. Like, I was trying so hard to avoid trying to get tickets outside the stadium. You give me, I, I don't, I didn't want to do that because I'm so scared of like, of, of that shit happening to me not even not even a money thing not even like a, obviously the money is a big part but more of like my time wasted kind of like you'd, you'd get all dressed up you'd make the trip yeah, yeah where, you'd where show up and everything you're already invested in it you know you already the, see yourself inside the guy the guy that. that that sold me the passes he said he has these you know he had these for the for the tournament and it, if you look at them it says it's for Apertura 2019 and Clausura 2020. That's the one that got canceled. And because it got canceled, it had a lot of games on it still. You get me? And it gets charged by games. So if he doesn't go to a game, it doesn't come off the pass. So that's why he has a couple more games on this. Well, supposedly, you get me? Well, anyways, the guy said that he had these passes and when the tickets came out on Ticketmaster, he still tried to buy some and he and he got some he said dude i got two tickets he's all like like somehow miraculously i clicked on it and they gave me two tickets you know and they were they were good seats so i was like okay i got good seats what am i gonna do with my passes and you know he sold them to me for 5500 each so yeah, 275. And he was hella cool about it. We're friends on Facebook and Twitter now and shit. He's hella cool. When I went to meet up with him, he was chilling there with his girlfriend. He's like a nerdy, like, he's like a nerdy, like, fat kid. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, they were like having, they were having like a six pack of beers and they were like, get him out, out, bro. Shout him out. Oh, yeah. I'll shout him out. Shit. I already said he was a nerdy fat kid. <laughs> cut that out. I will I'll cut that shit out. Hold up. Okay, his name's Raul. His name's Raul on Twitter at Rules1453. And then, you know, well, that, that guy, um, he was a cool dude. We, we hung out. His name's Raul Alvarez. Shout out to Raul Alvarez. Dude, un paro grande, man. Appreciate that shit. But, yeah, dude, I went, I met up with him. He was like, you know, he was like, he gave me, as soon as, I literally went on Twitter, bro. And I put, I typed in on the on the keywords, boletos Cruz Azul. And he, he made a post that he had two boletos, the Cruz Azul. And I was like, hey, bro, you still got them? He's like, yeah, message me. And then he's like, can you call me? And I was like, no, nah, bro, I'm in California. Like, we can, like, I was like, oh, but we can talk, like, I don't have a, a, a WhatsApp or whatever, but we can talk on Facebook, like, audio. Like, we, you, I, I've talked to people from Mexico through Facebook. So he added me on Facebook, and we talked. He's like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, I was like, how do I know they're real? He's like, dude, I'll go in with you. He's like, he's like, yo, si quieres paso contigo. And I was like, all right. And he goes, he goes like, the only thing, he goes like, nada más cuando llegas. And I was like, 
this was like on Thursday. I was like, I'm gonna be there Friday, Friday night, but I don't think I can meet a Friday night. You know, so Saturday would be the day of anything. He goes like, he's like, cause look, I want to be sure that you're going to be here and then you're going to buy them, you know, cause I could sell them to somebody else, but I want to, you know, I want to be sure that you're going to be here. So I don't sell them. He goes like, depositame 100 pesos. He's like, that's it. He's like, 100 pesos. And I was like, all right. I was like, all right. He goes like, yeah, nada más depositame 100 pesos. And I, I sent them 200 because that was the minimum from the, from the app that I use. I couldn't just send them 100 pesos. And yeah, dude, sure enough, fucking met up. He, he gave me his number. He said, call me whenever you want, whatever you need. And I stayed in constant communication with him throughout those days because I was I was like, I don't want this food to sell to someone else or I don't I don't want this food to disappear for fucking 200 pesos, but whatever. And now I had a cool met up with him. He was a little worried that he had his motorcycle there. He's like, I never bought my motorcycle here. I think they're going to steal it. But nah, bro, you're good. <laughs> and then we started drinking beer. He's like, all right, yeah, like, we'll just go. We'll go up there, bro. You pay me one of the tickets right now. And when we go in, you pay me the other one. And yeah, sure enough, that's where we went. And we're in line watching people get rejected. And then, like, I was scared I was going to get rejected, even though I hadn't paid them, but I was still kind of like, fuck, like, if this fool shit doesn't work, where the fuck am I going to get tickets? And nah, dude, that dude was hella cool. And, you know, big shout out to him, dude. He really made my weekend a lot easier. Um, but I, I do feel bad for the people that got scammed. The taxi driver from the hotel this morning when he was taking us to the airport, he goes like, hey, he goes like, dude, I don't know how you guys did it. Like, you know, like, dude, I took, like, dozens of people out there and they called me to pick them up because their tickets didn't work i was like what the fuck he's like yeah dude he's like he's all as a matter of fact i took some people that went over there and their tickets that they had bought were fake so they bought some more tickets right there and those were fake too so they got scammed twice bro and then they it's fucked up dude it's fucked up, but at the same time, también pinche gente, hey, tell them, hey, motherfucker, I'm gonna pay you when I go in, you get me? Like, this isn't, this isn't a joke, you get me? Like, I just got scammed, I wanna make sure these are real, you get me? But, And uh, then, you're walking around the stadium, and you have people trying to buy your tickets off you to resell them. <clears throat> like, you'd walk, like, a couple feet, and someone would be like, oh, do you have any extra tickets, or are you looking for tickets? Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. buying just tickets, and then trying to resell them for like triple or whatever. And then you'd have like the dudes that would have one legit ticket, but they'd make copies of it. So that only one of them, I guess, would technically make go in. So Are these paper sketchy. copies? And then I, I'm not, I, I think I saw like, yeah, like paper copies, like as if they printed them out. Cause you can print your tickets out. But, okay, but not like a copy, like the actual, like the ticket, like that you showed me? Not one no, of those no, tickets? No, no, like, oh, no, like, like a, oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, mine. Like as soon as I saw them on, I instantly knew that they were like legit because they were okay. all like you know delicious yeah. and shiny, and you would just want to lick them. And they have all the little <laughs> security. Yeah, bro. It's like you want to lick these. Like, yeah, bro. Come here. Nah, Ivan's is nice, bro. Ivan's is nice. Nah, you oh. you, you know because you know it has all the security like the little shiny bits, and then and obviously the big one, the Guardianes with the number one instead of the I. Because you'd see, you guys saw those, right? How some of them had an eye, but it's supposed to be a one in place of the eye. 
Hey, I'm not a, I'm not a big ass sneaker guy, obviously, but there was a lot of Mexicans out there with some really uh, expensive looking Jordans. They're probably I posted some on my story because they're like so obviously fake because there's you know, you're not going to find like Chicago's over there. You're not going to find, you know. All that stuff over there, like legit. I was actually like kind of jealous. I was like, God damn, I was like, these motherfuckers got like those expensive ass Jordans. I don't even got those. They're rocking fake Yeezys, bro. Yeah, they're all. Hey, fake. don't be hating Trust on me, my Yeezys, bro. Nah, it's yours are legit, bro. but I'm talking about them. I don't know, bro. I, I, I'm, I don't know if they're that legit, dude. I was going through YouTube tutorials again on how to spot fake ones. <laughs> oh, and there was, I found one in, in, inconsistency, but I don't want to talk about it. And bro, my Jordans were one of the real ones in that city that day. I'm just kidding. But uh what a no Jonathan had some. I didn't even see him. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see Jonah, him. Shout out. Shout out Jonathan. Jonathan Flo. But uh what was I saying? But yeah, dude, I lucked out because my plug uh I trusted my plug. I've known him forever. The thing is, I didn't trust the dudes he was getting them from as much because they yeah. could easily, you know, get in trouble or or, you know, just say, come out and say, like, oh, I don't have any more, or I didn't get them, or, you know, like, or try to, like, rip me off or something. Then my, my friend was all like, oh, here, he wants 8500 for them, for two of them, and this is the section. And he said straight up, like, they're not printed, they're, like, actual tickets. And then you look at the ticket, and the price is zero, so that's how you know that they're, like, courtesy tickets from, like, the inside or whatever. Oh, okay. So I, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And, but it was because it was like a couple days of like not knowing because he was like 100% like, yo, get your plane tickets, get your plane tickets because I got you. But then like I'm already like driving to TJ, right? And he's like, oh, he's like, just in case I got like a plan B for you. There's this other guy who I'm looking into that says he has tickets. And just in case, you know, but he's like, you know, you're good. I got you. But just in case I'm looking at a plan B. So I'm like driving and I'm like, oh man, what if this falls through? I'm already like flying over there. And then it's Friday or it's Saturday and he's like, oh, I don't have them yet. But, you know, he says he he got, he has them. So I'm like, okay. And Sunday it's like, okay, I paid for them already. And so I got them for you. And I'm like, all right, sweet. So I meet up with him at the Basilica and I got him. And, you know, sure enough, they're legit and we're cool and I'm happy. And I go to the stadium and everything's cool. I get in and dude, my seats were perfect. I loved my seats. They weren't at the bottom. They weren't at a lower level or anything, but you know how they have the fence like at the bottom? So mm. like, you know, so people don't like jump over, like fall off. If you were at the lower levels, you wouldn't see anything because of that fence. Yeah. Like my seat was like right above, like the top of the fence was like underneath the uh, sidelines. So it was perfect. I could see everything like perfectly. That's why I, that's why I loved my seat. And I, what was your first? What was your first impression of the Azteca? It was your first time, right? I thought I thought it was smaller than than I imagined. It looks, you know, I thought it was bigger. I thought it was it a lot bigger, bigger on TV. Yeah, and they make it seem like it's the biggest stadium in the fucking world and shit. Uh, I mm. think that shit's Dude, like, I mean, imagine, it's big. Imagine if that has like sold full capacity, like the whole eighty thousand people. That sure would have been insane. It was full enough as it is. There was people everywhere as it is. Imagine. Jesse said it looked empty, crowd. but I think it was because the top sections, 
it was like everyone was like right in the middle you give me like the yeah. t the very top and the very lowers were a little empty you give me but it was a ton of people in the middle sections dude yeah over where i was it was like completely full like not obvious not like completely full but you know a lot obviously significantly a lot more people than compared to like the uh where the big screens are like on that side there wasn't really mm -hmm. as much people it felt like but, the toluca game was a little bit more packed than that game but that, that that's I, just like the yeah, the view I, you get me? i get it yeah but i don't know we'll we'll find out if we get you know fined for it if not no, i don't think so good, but mm -hmm. yeah, but know. honestly if it would have been max capacity i think we would have we wouldn't have been paying those fucking <laughs> what was it you like five thousand five thousand pesos yeah <laughs> do you know i mean, yeah, no, Never, we would have never gone out of that stadium. We would have never made our flights. Because I didn't get home until 1.30 in the morning. Like, with my Uber. And you went straight to... You didn't do no, like, after... No, nah, it's because... So, I went with my dad, right? And it's technically... I guess you could say it's his first time traveling around, like... Not by himself, because he had me. But, like... Uh -huh. Without like mom or like family to like, like a family be with them. Deal? That no, you know, that no, like the area and stuff. Uh huh. Because it was just me. So he was kind of stressed because we had to get an Uber, but we had to do it so that my family had to get the Uber. So I'd send them my location and then they'd get the Uber with the location I gave them. And it'd be going oh, back and forth. You and uh, you don't have, have the five. So, okay. It's weird. I mean, I don't know if it happened with you, but I had perfect like internet connection. Like 4G nah, in the I, stadium. I, I had good internet. But then once the it happened to like every other stadium I've been to. Once the game starts, your internet just goes away completely. So it was I couldn't like message anyone until after after the game when I got out. But at that point I had to get like home. Because I had to, you know, sleep like an hour or two, wash up so I could go to my flight. But my internet was trash, bro, the whole time. Dude, except was for so good. Except for in the hotel with their Wi Fi, but you know. But yeah, did you did you uh, pay for their sixty bissel sodas and beers or what? Dude, I spent probably a grand out there, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, dude, I fucking, I had, I was at the bar every night, dude, buying all kinds of fancy drinks. I was telling the waiter, hey, surprise me, surprise me. He goes like, ahorita mismo le traigo. He's I just realized he went to the Serenata. I'm so jealous. Oh, dude, that shit was sick, dude. And and then we used a lot of taxis. And so every fucking, you know, 150, 150, 270. And, you know, like we're tipping them and tipping them. And then we went out and we went on the boats and um, at Xochimilco. And we had the fucking Kawamas right there being served. And we spent, well, I spent a lot of money, bro. I mean, but it was all worth it, bro. That's why I was kind of hesitant at getting those tickets right now for the for the, the, for the game. The you gotta make but your money back, huh? The, no, the problem is, dude, I was gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna miss that game. So I was gonna get them. I didn't want to spend the money right now, but I'm gonna spend the money either way. You get me? And if I if I wait later on when I have more money, I'm gonna spend more money. You get me? Because they're gonna be more expensive and the seats are going to be shittier so the seats i got were like they're, they look pretty fucking good and they were 55 dollars each because i had to buy six tickets so it ended, ended up being uh for 114 that's where i'm at too bro okay there it is yeah. row m i'm in row m hold up hold up let me check you said you're gonna wait on yours right eli yeah i mean i was it's a sunday bro. I, finished, 
I know I didn't. I thought it was a Saturday. Um, I'll probably just go by myself because I don't think my parents are gonna want to go. Maybe, but I have to ask them. But you know, they're really. My dad is really hard to convince. Oh, row M, row O. Okay, I'm on row M. Not Q. Oh, Q. That's dope. Hell yeah, dude. We're all gonna be pretty close. Are there homies that I, that I that they're from like uh, that I met at the raves and shit? They're gonna be in section one thirteen too. So it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be a lot of people. It's gonna be packed, dude. I guarantee it's gonna sell out. Bet to anything, it's gonna sell out. It should. All the Kurosu fans, dude. And Leon has a big fan base too. A lot of a lot of a lot of Guanajuato people, dude. Mm-hmm. Like as in a, a fan base here, like in in in, in California, because yeah. of all the Guanajuato yeah. people. <laughs> dude, right. Are you gonna show up in a Cruz Azul shirt or in the Leon shirt? Nah, <laughs> my Chico. dad might be torn, but I'm fuck Leon. Can you guys see us going all the way, winning the campeones, the campeon, the campeones, and the Concacaf? Yeah. Yes, sir. I can't, yes. dude. That'd, that'd be so cool to win, like both of them, after winning the league, because that would just make us so much closer to like beating Chivas team. overall. The best team, yeah, in Mexico, dude, dude. That's how we'd make our, you know, our decade. That's how. Start. Hey, we fucking talked about it, bros. We talked about it so much about how we have we have to start a decade, and we started it already, bro. This is it. You know, hopefully this is this is the beginning of of a golden decade. You know, why not? Everyone has a golden decade, but why not us? You get me? And it looks like everyone is for it this time. There's no really to like hold things back with their more you know conservative ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our new uh, president who's already thinking about a stadium. We have so talking about being campeonato. Yeah, talking about being campeonato. He making, about the... he put, about... putting money in towards like videos. You saw the videos, right? And they were they were yeah, making for the games. Those look good. You know, they're we not made with like some dude. We talked about all this shit, bro. We talked about all this shit. Yeah, bro. We it's stepping stones, little by little, and the titles will keep coming. And then that's how we have our our generation, our golden generation. And it all started with that league that we just won, by the way. And he there's nothing to hold it. us back anymore. He thought about the the big campeonato even before we won the league, bro. Like that's that, he's probably that, thinking of the three campeonato highly, now. You know? Yeah. Dude, imagine in the recent eras, obviously, if Cruz Azul pulled Because, I mean, Pumas and Leon have had big campeonatos in, in the recent eras, in, you know, from the 2000s over here. But imagine Cruz Azul busting out a three campeonato, dude, in this day and age. I mean, Screw it, bro. It, it it wouldn't, the... it wouldn't, we, we wouldn't get more titles in America, but a three campeonato, like, who the fuck can say that right now? You get me? Like, fuck, bro. Screw it, bro. Let's go for Chivas' squad. Chivas' squad? Quad. They they won four in a row, didn't they? In the fucking dinosaur hero. Still, the... either way, bro, make them irrelevant. Little by little, we're they catching They are up. kind of irrelevant. Nah, but hey, you know what? I was surprised. And this kind of, it kind of, but I was, I was telling my dad, I was like, you know what? I think that. I've seen very little Chivas jerseys here in Mexico City. I was like, I don't think there's a lot of Chivas fans. And we were talking to the, one of our cab drivers, and I was like, hey, I was like, you know, like, there's there's not a lot of Chivas fans here. Huh? He goes like, he goes like, no, dude, there's he goes like, dude, there's more Chivas fans in, in the DF than than Cruz Azul and America fans. 
He's like, he's all, right now they're in hiding. He's all, but dude, there, there is more Chivas fans in this city than there are America fans or Cruz Azul fans. I don't doubt that, honestly. We saw I, it at the Estadio Azul, how they would fill up our stadium and it'd just be embarrassing. But it's because they hide in captivity, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, I saw like one Chivas jersey out there. I saw more... I saw more Pumas jerseys than I did Santos jerseys in the whole city. I didn't see a single Santos jersey until I got to the stadium. I barely it, was because they were, it was because they were selling them outside. I barely saw any America jerseys. I mean, there was a couple, but nah, not a lot, dude, at all. Nah, everyone was hiding, bro. There, it was. It was Grassroots Day, and we took we took over. It was our city. I don't, for the I don't day. get it though, because me and we've all know we all know what Grassroots has been through, and I'm the type of dude that wears my Grassroots jerseys everywhere, dude. Like, you get me? Yeah. Even when we just lose the final, even like, I. And you know, so I would feel like America people or anybody for that matter should feel that that way about their team. You get me? Wear that shit all the time, dude. Not just when you're about to play a final. All right. So, what do you guys think? You know, like, like how do you guys feel? Like, what 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 does what does ten year old Ivan feel? You know, like what does eleven year old Eli feel and shit? Um, Eli is feeling his uncle touching him again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no. Ten year old me, bro. I was a fucking little fat kid crying and cursing at the TV, bro. You could already imagine. Uh man, dude, like I just feel like like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. Like I feel like I can I cannot be so exaggerated no more. You know, it's kinda like Yes, okay. finally. Finally, you know, I could relax. No more, no more, no more of your tweeting. No more of my, my outrageous, um, hate-filled tweets because I'm going to be like, bro, relax. we just won it. Chill. You get me? But, I mean, because I didn't know when this was going to end, bro. 23 years? You get me? Like, come on, bro. I, I needed it to end. I needed this. Um, so that, I just feel like more than anything that, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of me. I feel like I can enjoy I can enjoy this team more. I don't have to be with that hate in the back of my mind. Like, man, you motherfuckers have never gave me a championship. You hear me? Now it's there. I lived it. It was the best moment of my life so far. Obviously, I wanted to win. Obviously, I'm not gonna like if they lose, but definitely there's there's not gonna be half the rage there. Cause I'm like, bro, like I did it already. You guys did it. You guys. I, I, I saw you guys win a championship. Like, no está pendiente eso. So, you know, like, I'm going to enjoy the games a lot more now, dude. Are you hopeful for the future? Do you think this is a stepping stone to, you know, that golden generation, to that decade so. of. Do you, think we've, do you think we've done enough to, you know, to start it? Do you think our our president and everyone on the board is has that mentality for more? Do you think they're gonna, you know, go out and do stuff instead of you know just hiding in the corner like Vili and doing their own thing, and you know using the club for their own things? Do you think this time do you see them being able to you know actually invest in what we have already and build off of it and you know make a stadium, make a golden generation, win trophies, win more trophies? When in another league, do you think, you know, the sky's the limit, right? Might as well we're going to see that. 
um, depending. In my opinion, the move that Cruz Azul has to do is next season is is bringing una contratación bomba, dude. That's what they have to do. Like just one. Just, they don't have to dismantle the team. They're not do shit. But it's time, dude. It's time that they that they bring someone like una bomba, dude. And that that would be like in a move that would tell the fucking you know the league the people like, hey we're here for more you know that we're gonna start something interesting well i feel like i don't see the team investing that much in a player because we never have before if they do great awesome let's get that you know let's put ourselves out there more but if not i mean we've done it a lot already what we have we stretched them out as far as we can and it's been working some would say if it's not broke why fix it but I, w- i would agree with you ivan that we could get a you know a big name in there i'm sure we have extra revenue now that we have like the, the championship we're gonna have you know jersey sales are gonna be through the roof in the next couple months and Cruz Azul so can you- start charging their sponsors more for sure um you know Let's get that brand exposure, brand exposure out there, and a big signing would help with that a lot. Uh, you already, you guys already saw it all over Facebook and Twitter, all the uh, English pages saying, you know, coming on saying, uh, like, oh, Crossu breaks breaks their quote unquote curse, and finally He's wins trending the league. on Twitter. I think it was number three on Twitter. Nah, uh, they think they were like number one, like all day. At least that's what my brother told me. I don't know. I was in Mexico, so I don't know. I don't. I wasn't sure about like global Twitter, but. Even us, you know, like we, we we've been like a part of that exposure too, you know, like we we've kind of like marketed a U.S. based people. You yeah, know, we, and... we've gotten all those California people connected at least. You get me? I know. Yeah, shout out had... to everyone who's not from California, but we definitely, you know. Shout out to everyone that you know traveled over there. Uh, so like you, Ivan, me, uh, Base Tacos, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, everyone, bro, everyone 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 that was there i can't even begin to name everyone but it's insane because i feel i wouldn't have never known of any of them if it wasn't you know for this podcast because before i was like oh this guy looks like he's from california that's cool and that was that you'd follow them and that's it but now it's like we actually get interactions with them and you know we're talking and everyone was like oh you know everyone's looking out for each other now like with the whole final thing Uh, you have people like oh safe travels and all that and they're checking on you like oh you know message you when you're home because you, you know six hour drive it's don't say that bro I'm retired what are you But, saying uh, I said I said you made it are you good oh I heard something else I'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah. sorry I heard something completely different anyways I think you need But, some uh, sleep Eli uh-huh. dude I've slept like three hours in the past like two days I do need sleep You know, the adrenaline's finally wearing off. But, uh, yeah, like, I wouldn't have known... I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have talked to Ivan or you, Jesse, at all for this podcast. Because we weren't really, you know, like, talking to begin with before. And then everyone else, <clears throat> you know, we have our own little community now. And I know we usually do yeah. shout-outs at the end, but I just want to... Like this guy right here, shout out to Alan from from Instagram, Alan Like he he messaged he messaged us earlier today, and he was like, 
I'm glad you guys got to go down there and huge thanks to you all for your podcast and in helping with coping from the Pumas loss last season. I started listening to you guys in January and honestly, it was very refreshing listening to your opinions and helped in keeping level-headed throughout the season, even with an unstoppable team. Cheers, guys. La novena ya llegó. So, you know, this guy, you know, this guy, like, he went in, like, talking about how we, we, our ideas helped them, like, our, our discussions, our, our podcast basically helped them, you know, cope with, with what happened with what that was day. Happened. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know how to put it into words. A lot of people don't have an outlet, you get me? And maybe, and like, like we've talked to other people, sometimes they say that they'll listen to something we said, they're like, bro, that's exactly what I was thinking, you get me? Like, we put, we put it into words. And, and I think it's cool because I think it's definitely cool that we, that we have contradicting views as well, you get me? I think that's a big part of it because that yeah the Montoya's the like we we went at it like oh shout out to it? Montoya bro that motherfucker did what he had to do yesterday he held the ball took it to the corner there you go it's beautiful it all came back around we were all hating they know so out you guys were hating Baca out I was, I was hating <laughs> Ivan was hating more than me though. <laughs> Baca out Reynoso out bring in who are you saying Ivan Almeida I don't uh anybody uh, we will always we we'll always, we'll always <laughs> hugo sanchez no i didn't want hugo fuck hugo bro i did Nah, dude i'm so glad that dude didn't want us i guess he wanted too much money or whatever and good i would have liked maradona too the coach bro. So, uh, i don't know about you guys. Peace, nah, bro it, all that money would have gone somewhere else with he respect <laughs> But, uh, in the in the that. end in, in the end we'd all rather be wrong if it means the league and we were wrong and yeah. we couldn't be so, happier stand corrected i stand corrected yes sir i will and never hate about that ever again speaking of maradona that's one of the things that i thought too when i was at the azteca i was like bro this is where it happened this is where maradona was dude this is where he fucking made history dude like immortal shit right here you know what i mean like this fucking field the epitome of soccer like to me maradona is the greatest soccer player to ever live dude i don't care what people think about him i know i know people have their views on him because mm -hmm. of his person of the person he was but as a soccer player that dude was the greatest dude and you were with jersey so i'm whatever with him so that's cool <laughs> yeah, was nah, on but yeah. Side. i think well, anyways, as i was or as you guys were saying uh it's cool how they see that, see us as like a coping, a way to cope with that stuff, because that's what we're doing, talking on here. Because at least before, with me, before there wasn't really anyone to talk to, at least in English, about it. You could, you know, message the homies in Mexico and all that, but you know, it's kind of different. It's a little bit different, uh, because before I don't really have anyone to talk to about Cruz Azul, and Ernesto. I know Ernesto. Shout out to Ernesto. Uh, he, he says the same thing with this jersey collection. He doesn't really have anyone to talk to about his collection. He has all these, this big, beautiful collection, but he doesn't anyone to talk to about it. And so we give, he's been on here and talked about it. And, you know, he's more than happy to because he this is the whole point. We're, we're coping in our way and everyone else is, you know, just getting their voice heard. And because it's all what we do. That's all we just want 
it's our outlet and it's your guys' outlet. It's not just us, it's you guys, it's everyone, it's all of us. So yeah, oh man, I'm gonna cry. Out. Shout out to everyone. Uh what's the dude? First... The homie shout out to Ernesto for letting me borrow your flag to H Brian eight one eight to Andre Escarga, San Jose Ernie, uh Damien, Yahid, Ben Faded, everyone, all you guys, uh Tito. This food's been messaging me all day. Like, let me know when you're home and all that. Like, shout out to you guys. Like, we're all one big family. And, and you know, six months ago, things were, like, dark, different. We didn't know what was going to happen. We thought we were going to, like, you know, who was get... The, who, who was the, so, whose idea was the podcast? Jesse's? I think it was Jesse's. Shout out to Jesse for, you know, coming, like, out of that shit and being like, you know what, fuck this is... Let's do a podcast instead of just saying fuck Cruz Azul or fuck fuck this shit. You fuck Twitter. You know I mean? no, yeah, and I, I, and and I think you guys mentioned it like like I know we went at it one time and like we were talking about like why I left that group chat and I was kind of like uh, fuck like like it hurt you know like going after that four zero loss and I was kind of like fuck like I need I needed time to like <laughs> like think about shit you know like I needed yeah, time yeah, to yeah. just be like like cope with like. Like not being on social media and seeing like, like just negative shit, you know. Like the media, like it's so toxic. Like they always want to see us losing, you know. And then like that, like you go back and you watch that, that live stream of the game, and you see like the bullshit they throw at you, you know, like Cruz Azulier, like the fucking word, and it, it, it's something that you just like, like it gets you mad and it just frustrates you, you know. And I was kind of like, fuck, like, at first I was like, fuck, like, like, I want to talk to somebody, you know, but like actually talk to them, not just go at it with them on Twitter. Like, I mm-hmm. think, and then that's why I was like, fuck, like, like, I had a, I had a like pretty good connection with, with Eli. I had a fairly, fairly good connection with Ivan. And I was kind of like, yo, like, like, fuck it, you know, like why 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 not why not why not do something new you know like why why not try try a podcast like podcasts it, it was like 2020 you know like i think that's the era of that podcast all of a sudden just grew out of nowhere and yeah and, they blew up and i was like well, why doesn't cruz azul have one like i i tried like investigating trying to see like oh like i'm not trying to like steal off somebody's or try to take over that lane yeah exactly exactly and it was just kind of like fuck like like look at us now you know like our first season we're fucking champions we i think we i think we fucking manifested it bro fucking manifested this shit dude like who would have thought who would have thought that the team that that fucking made a mockery of themselves six months ago last season i mean two seasons ago now but you know who would have thought they were gonna end up here, and especially after Conca Champions, especially after um, the, the, the two games. Yeah, like it was kind of like it was like we were a train wreck, and you know, I think we just little by little, obviously game by game, we we talked about it, we we analyzed the flaws, we analyzed the strategies, um, we talked about what they should do, why are they doing this, and it just seemed like. I, I couldn't like say that oh this team is you know the the best soccer team in the world like to me they are but like it wasn't like 
fuck this is a it was hard to sell it to somebody you know yeah it it just kind we literally had to take it game by game bro the whole season we took it game by game even to the championship game dude it was all game by fucking game nothing was ever in the bag nothing was ever for sure not even a loss it just game by game by game by game by game for fucking you know and it just so happened that we we changed it this time and um I think I think everybody everybody lived it. I I think for me one of the biggest joys that I've gotten because like I said I haven't got time to really celebrate. Like you know I'm a big party guy. I'm a big like I'm fucking mad that I'm like damn the weekend's over and I didn't celebrate. I didn't do nothing to say fuck yeah you know like this is it and I don't know. But I've been on social media and. Everybody that I that I know and that I've seen celebrating, like that shit brings a lot of joy to me. Like people's reactions, like you know, because I know exactly what they feel. You get me? Like I see them and they're so happy and like, I, like I'm so happy for them that they're going through that. Like I'm, I'm glad that they're they're having this joy that I know for a fact is incomparable because I know what I felt too, dude. I know what I felt when as soon as that whistle blowed, like. And when I see people online that recorded the reactions and like, I'm like, I know what the fuck they're feeling. And I'm so happy that they got to experience that. Cause I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, it's better than any fucking drug in the world, dude. It's better than anything. It's euphoric. It's, it's something that you can't control. It's not like you could just choose to, to feel that it, it's out of your control. It has to, it has to happen. The universe has to, has to give it to you. It's not just in one person's control. It's in a whole team. It's and they did it. You get me? And everyone, everyone just felt it. Everyone felt it. And I'm so happy for 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 you guys, dude. You guys deserve it. Everybody fucking deserves it, man. Even the even the players. No, yeah, you can't help but feel happy for everyone. You see in the grocery jersey, uh, like for you guys, for you guys that went, or for those that didn't. Uh, for the players for their families for having to you know every other year having to like get those players back up like the wives they like, shout out to them for supporting their uh, their husband you know how many times can he lose a final and <laughs> still come back to it and you know come back and actually win it you have to have like strong backbone strong moral support uh you know, it's have that uh, what's called that uh, that faith, that love, that uh, you know, uh, I'm going to cry, but uh, you know, you, you see it in everyone's happiness, or you see it in everyone that they're happy. You see it in their wives, their kids, themselves, the players themselves. You see it in the old, the old older person walking down the street, and in your, in our dads, in our moms, in our sisters, and our brothers, and you know, you can't. Everyone takes it step by step. Like it's a joint effort. It's not just the players, it's also the fans. After that, after that semifinal uh, six months ago, the players had to take it step by step. We had to stay, take it step by step, little by little, get our jersey back on, get faith back, get that you know that fire in us again. Uh, watching those games again, celebrating those goals again. The players, you know, getting that confidence back, scoring more goals, getting those assists. You know, doing everything and anything you can step by step one at a time and then as the players got better we got better and we coped we learned to cope better we all 
overcame our fears or anxieties or you know we regained our faith uh i know i was pretty negative for a bit and then at the stadium biggest game of the year all of a sudden you know i'm full of faith and confidence i'm not nervous and i'm not worried and you know if it happens it happens and Janos tocaba and deep down i knew this was going to be it and we all get to you know celebrate together it's a whole we all we all fell and we all got got back up together and this is the reward for all that commitment all that faith and you know strength and that overcoming hardship and we're back and we're we couldn't be happier and we couldn't ask for a better reward and all we can do now is enjoy it and hope that and trust that is the beginning of even bigger and better things <clears throat> and i'm just happy that i was able to go through this with my dad because you know uh people others have said that enjoy it because not everyone has their dad anymore or that one father figure anymore and all i can, I, I, all I could do was just hug him and you know we did it this is it after years of waiting and waiting and waiting and having him you know like have to like get me back up or me getting him back up and it finally paid off for for what it is it's it's what we wanted it's what we've been waiting for and i couldn't ask for a better moment in my life it's that one thing that you'll take to your grave and that you'll never forget and one day either one of us will be gone and the other will still have the memories the pictures the videos and you know that memory will live on and that faith will live on and it'll never die and we'll take it with us in the grave and you know uh you know you just never forget and i forgot what i was talking about but i am happy as shit and yeah uh thank you guys for even having me on here uh other people i've met and talked to and friends and you know it's beautiful i've never expected that to even happen and it wouldn't have happened if jesse hadn't invited me you messaged me and i'm like a podcast you know screw it i went for it and look at things now we're celebrating the ninth and you know we're here that's funny that our only topic or our sole topic the sole source of our podcast it was the ninth and now it's like whoa that's all it took was one season you know now now we're gonna be talking about the 10th do you mean like for 23 years it's been the ninth the ninth the ninth the ninth and we started this podcast six months ago and we were like talking about the ninth like it was this thing that was so far away you get me that it was like god damn when is it gonna happen i thought you know, we could probably go like three years strong on a podcast and we still weren't going to see the ninth. You get me? And then it, it happened like so fast. Like you, it seemed like, damn, that shit went by hella fast, dude. Like it, nah, we're already thinking about campeón de campeones. You know what I mean? Nah, we, we, we tweeted it like, like, bro, like, like we, we got to thank like every single one of our listeners, you know, like, thank you guys for, for being with us like every week. I know that sometimes you guys not might not like go with our point of views and we respect that. I mean, we all go through like we all agree to disagree. So, I mean, but this podcast wouldn't have even like blew up or made us like if it wasn't because you guys are actually listening, you know, like we, we, we see the numbering. Yeah. Like, 
like countless people that we've met just thanks thanks to this podcast and i'm like i don't take any credit of this this is a, this is a team like it, it's not my show it's not ivan's show it's not eli's show it's all of our shows you know like everybody that's came on from marlin to little playboy um, <laughs> little playboy marlin yeah the same guy but um that's uh, there ernie ernesto like bro like there's countless people and like dude just for them to be able to like come on and like voice their opinions like bro like what better joy can we get yeah and, because like, you could you could see the passion they have for the team that they share the same fucking passion that we do and like it, it's crazy because like i always like like in a way like kind of criticize like ivan's way like bro like why are you tweeting but you know like I, like little by little <laughs> like i kind of like i kind of understand like why why you guys do it you know like it's your guys's way of like instead of me like like cussing at the tv like you're you're doing it online like you're venting out like, yeah on, on the yeah. social media platform i'm telling on, you bro that shit that that weight has been lifted off my shoulder no yeah like i could relax and then we can all relax we can all, you know, go to sleep. Finally, after a long, nice weekend, we can finally, you know, go go to sleep and not, you know, wake up in the morning and see, you know, nine stars awesome. on the badge. And you guys don't aren't gonna find it weird. Like all the shit that you guys have is all with eight stars. That shit's done, dude. Yeah, bro, that's gonna stay a memory. We're gonna look no, back. No, I know, and... but uh, it's 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 history now. It's in the in the history books that every every article i have a crasul dude every single one has eight stars bro. yeah and that's the only logo I know. a lot of people like i know a lot of people are talking about getting tattooed and i'm i'm gonna find a way to add this ninth title to, to my tattoo but when you know like when i first when i was like 22 um i know i wanted a crasul tattoo and i and i was hesitant because i was like no you know it only has eight stars and what if I get it and we win the championship next year or this season and I'm going to have to modify it. And then it just kind of was like, bro, like this is the only logo I've known for, for 23 years, for 20, I think it was like 20 years back then, 2019. This is the, I've known this logo my whole fucking life, this eight star logo. Like this, this to me is Cruz Azul. And I stamped it on me, and I was like, you know, this this is part of, of history. You know, I'm going to find a way. I already knew from the get-go that I was going to find a way to add these stars to the, to, to my to my tattoo. You get me? Every time we won championships and shit like that. And But, like, that, that logo, that logo with eight stars, that to me is all I've known my whole life. You get me? And so it's a, it's a part of me. It's a part of me. Like, it's that easy. So... You know, I'm definitely gonna find a way to get this trophy on here. Um, I'm not trying to get too desperate. I've already, I've already seen some crappy tattoos online, bro, on Instagram. Some people, some people went and got tattoos, and I'm like, I don't want it. It's like you should have thought, put a little more thought into it. But because they need to be creative, bro. And then they go to like cheap artists, but. 500 pesos for like 10 centimeters or something <laughs> I, I i think you know how like a while back that fool got a cabecita tattooed on him and then everyone was making fun because the face was all distorted mm-hmm. like cristiano's um yeah statue yeah. 
like, I mean, now with what happened, dude, I wouldn't regret that tattoo, dude. Like, that's he's a legend already. You get me? Like, as, as retarded as he looks in the tattoo, it's like this guy just went out on a limb and Cabecita hadn't given us nothing like significant besides the campeon. It's like if somebody would have got Tito Villa tattooed on them, you get me? But he just went out on a limb and just tattooed this fool on him. You get me? And he, he ends up being the guy that gives us the ninth, dude. If you guys get any tattoos for this special occasion, please shout us out. Or, you know, tag us in it. We'll see, see, see what you guys got. We want to get some ideas, too. Because I know some of us want, you know, when I get, when I know Jesse was, you know, looking for some tattoo places the night it happened, I was like, no, Jesse, no, we don't make this mistake. I forgot his butt cheek tattoo. <laughs> the tramp stamp, bro. <laughs> you know, think it out a little bit. I want something nice that you'll, you'll actually like in the future, but. No, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of dope with tattoos over at the stadium. It's finding it's finding someone creative out here. That's why I would ask for references and shit. But nah, like I even I even mentioned it like perfectly. You know, like we grew up like I started rooting for the team in like oh four oh five and just seeing my idols and it, you you see all these guys on social media like ex players like you see Torrado, you see Chaco, you see este, like my idols. You know, like Riveros like all these guys that used to play for us now like like rooting it on and it's unfortunate that none of them got the goal you know like they never reached the pedestal of winning the ninth and dude like i'm just gonna go and like like freaking like shout out every single one of our players i mean starting with goalkeepers corona i mean what can we say about corona i mean he stuck around in the hardest times. I mean, the Boyne era, we could have easily like fucking let him go. He could have gone to a better team in his prime, and he he always stayed. And I'm always gonna be for, I'm always gonna be um, thankful to you, Chewy, even though you fucked us up in a couple of finals. But <laughs> and then we got Sebastian Sebastian Jurado, who he he suffered. You know, he suffered in Veracruz. He came. He came from a 4-0 defeat versus Pumas. He was part of that, and he's a champion too. I mean, he got to play. We got Andres Gudinho. He didn't really get any playing time, but he's still part of the team. He puts that pressure in the squad to make um, Chui and Jurado be competitive. You know, this one is, is gonna hurt my 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 ego. You know, but Javier Jimenez is a, <laughs> a champion. You know, he's a champion, dude. He's a champion. Shout out to Javier. Shout out Kata. I mean Kata. Like I think he he said it well in his his interview. You know, like I I received a lot of shit, but I'm the one to criticize the people. You know, and I respect that from him. He, Alexis Peña. You know, he came from Chivas. He got kicked out from them, and he's a champion. You know, like, like Shaggy Martinez. Campeon, Adrian Aldrete, Campeon, Pablo Escobar. I mean, Pablo Escobar, he, him and Aldrete joined a select group of players that were champions with Cruz Azul in America. Like, that's iconic, you know. Pablo um, Aguilar? Yeah. Oh. Um, Juan Escobar, I mean, what a, Juan Escobar is like, a, he, he could probably sit at the same pedestal as Reynoso now, like, as one of our best defenders. I mean, and then we also yeah. got. Uh, Josue Reyes, 
I mean, Josue Reyes, he fucked up a couple games, but it's all good, you know? Like, it's a it's a learning process. Then we got Romo. Romo, I mean, he scored the goal in the first leg. He put a lot of heart in. Elias, Misael, uh, Nacho Rivero, who stepped up in the in the game. I mean, I think I think the, this guy he, he was prime. I think Yoshi Yotun in the final he stepped up. Yeah, he was good in the final. Dude. I think he he stepped up. Oh, Everyone fuck. stepped up. That's all on Reynoso for you know believing in them enough when no one else, none of us would, because you know we didn't expect much more at all to begin with. We weren't gonna. We were saying I was saying they're not gonna come through in the Gia. They're just gonna be there, and Reynoso proved me wrong. He. Came and got Yotun to give an assist in a final to give us that winning, you know, that winning goal. And in the end, that's all he needed to do, and he did it. And it worked out. Yeah, and then we got Alexis Gutierrez, who didn't get any playing time, unfortunately. Um, Rafa Baca, mm-hmm. <laughs> LA prodigy, you know, like. Like what better way to you know shut shut your haters up than winning a championship, even though there there's been Baca, a lot of Baca, you, Baca, you earned my respect, and that's all you're getting from me. Our gratitude, basically. And then I'll still one. ask for your autograph. <laughs> well, we see my campeón de campeones then. There you go. Um, so come say hi. <laughs> and then Piojo Alvarado. I mean. Piojo, he, he had celestial help, you know, like his uh his fallen baby, like may may she rest in peace and you know um we hope he can cope with the pain and I give him a lot of respect for just being out in the field, you know, like like he he could have just been like, Oh, I'm gonna play, but he wanted to be there, you know. I respect that a lot from him. Paul Fernandez came back from Boca as a champ. He's in Cruz Azul and he's a champ, you know. Like these are the players we need to bring. Another guy that's been fairly criticized, Orbelin Pineda. Not bad. No, I think I think Orbelin didn't show up a lot in Ligia, but I mean he was definitely part of of the season. You get me? That got us to this point. Yes, sir. And then a highly a highly um. Criticized player as well, you know, Walter Montoya, and then he, he stepped he showed up. showed up in the Gia, bro. He showed up, okay. in my opinion, like, you know, like he showed up when, when when we needed him the most, and that's, I mean, that's more than anybody could ask for. And Brian Angulo as well, you know, he, he, he scored a goal. He was part of this, too. Part of this, too. He scored against Toluca. Yes, sir. He was the opener. And then... Another guy, you know, like I, I feel for him. I feel happy for him. You know, Santiago Jimenez. I mean, he 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 received a lot of criticism criticism from us too. You know, and there was yeah. people that that always backed, but they always backed him up. They always showed their support towards him. You know, I thought I was just very frustrated, and that's probably one of the reasons why. Like we needed goals, we we weren't we weren't convincing even with these one zero wins. But in the end, like. Juan Reynoso proved us wrong, you know. Winning by one goal doesn't doesn't beat the chance of winning a title, you know. The most important thing is that these players showed up in the games that mattered. I mean, that's that's what at the end that's how the Mexican tournament works, bro. 
that's that's all that matters. And Santi was was you know not there all throughout the season. He had his chances. He didn't do nothing. And then and I would say in this league, yeah, he was a protagonist. You know, he he scored two goals. He had some some big chances in the final. I think you know the spotlights are on him. I would like. I would like I would like him to stay on the team, you know. To be honest, I think that if he's able to start making most of the chances he has, he could be really important, man. Yeah, and then um, our last two, you know, and I think these are these are the pillars of our our ninth star, Jonathan Rodriguez and Juan Reynoso, bro. Or the Romo. I think I think Cabecita was more impactful and Reynoso himself has been yeah, impactful, you know. Like they're they're the reason why we have this ninth star in our in our crest. And we've had a lot of a lot of goal scorers and they never showed up when it mattered, dude. They never were able to make that goal that you know, we've had Titalia, we've had Chaco, um Pavone, Teofilo. You name it, bro, and Cabecita did it, dude. He fucking did it. Yes, sir. So pretty much um, we're coming to the end of this episode, you know, like we're, we might sound sad, we might sound, (laughs) I don't don't know, but hey, somos campeones, you know, like let's, let's look, let's go for that 10th star. Um. Might as well while we're at it, right? Mundial de Clubes. Mundial de Clubes. Mundial de Clubes. The, the, what is it? The Campeones Cup BS. When I everything some, make I saw our history. On Twitter say that if we beat Leon and Campeones Campeones, oh, we're going to get the curse back. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're like real, bad. Ivan. Reynoso taught us that curses ain't real, so. Yes, sir. So, thank you guys for being with me. You know, I'm thankful to every single one of you guys. We still got one more, one more episode. Oh yeah, we're it'll be with the fans. It'll be with the fans. So, we'll post that out. We'll see. Um, maybe in the coming weeks. Maybe not this week. Maybe not next week. But we'll see what's up. We'll see what's Gucci. But um, thank you, Ivan, for being with me. Thank you for the first season of Cruzazul Analysis. It's been. It's my pleasure, bro. Thanks for the invite. And thank you, Eli, for, for joining me as well. You know, thank you for this first season. This is... Of course, thank you for inviting me, for thinking of me. You know, like, oh, who should I invite? Let's invite Eli. And, you know, nothing but good has come of it. And I'm thankful for every person I met because of it. Yeah, so, um, you know, from from my bottom of my heart, I'm thankful to every single one of you guys, you know. And, um, yeah. This, this is pretty much the wrap-up of Season 1. Because that's analysis. We'll have one more episode, and then we'll close it out. But we finally won it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking go.